Blog Talk Radio. Hi and welcome to The Art of Film Funding. I'm your co-host, Claire Papan, along with Carol Dean, author of the best-selling book, The Art of Film Funding. Carol is also the founder and president of From the Heart Productions and the host of this show. Ina Sophia Kahlo is a doctor of cognitive psychology and a linguist by degree, a film producer and director by inevitability, a script doctor, and a Sharpie addict when it comes to storyboarding and distribution strategies. In the past 18 years, she's been residing in San Francisco, California, where she's been creating technology products and business strategies. Ina is the founder of PuzzleTheory.com, a technology company that enables production companies to secure audience engagement, pre-sales, and distribution while the film is still in the making. The company is working with film production companies and distributors from 28 countries. The Ask Us Anything monthly info sessions of the company are open for anyone to attend at puzzletheory.splashthat.com. And Carol, I understand Ina and Puzzle Theory are donors to your grant. Yes. Claire, they are. Uh, Ina gave us a generous gift of puzzle theory for the winner of the Roy Dean Film Grant. And uh, Claire and I thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you, Carol. It is truly an honor. People around me know that I'm not really big on giving interviews, but I can't think of another person who's been so steadily dedicated to helping independent filmmakers truly from the heart. Oh, how kind. How kind. Thank you so much. Well, we think that what you have is an exciting project for independent filmmakers because the film industry is the only business I know of where you don't know who your audience is. Most filmmakers believe they do, but they really have been so busy making the film that they've done very little research on who is their audience. And I even hear filmmakers find their audience when they're screening their films at festivals. But truly... Ina, your audience will help fund your film, so finding and engaging them early is important for the filmmaker. So our goal today is to learn as much as we can from you on your brilliant new business. So let's start with what you think is wrong with the current way independents connect to their audience and look for distributors. What is wrong? Well, how much time did you say we have for this interview, Carol? (laughs) Yeah, well, I mean, I'm pretty sure that anything I would say here would not sound as a surprise. I mean, we all know it takes years to make a film, and then we have this very small window to figure out what to do with it. And yes, sending it to film festivals is the recommended way to find distribution. I mean, this kind of distribution, which would help you jump the fans beyond distributing within your immediate circle. But, you know, less than 1% of all films from all over the world makes it to this type of festivals. And yes, let's say you're one of the lucky few, and sure, screening with festival audience, that 
could make it on time for that specific day is something that can help you draw some conclusions about what audience thinks about yourself. And let's say you get a distributor and that distributor's goal is to move product fast. The faster they move it, the higher the returns uh, for the distributor that is. In other words, they have a, also a very small window to, you know, spend tons of money for P&A and all kinds of marketing, deliver the film to whatever is assumed to be audience, make cash, recoup their expenses, make some profit, and quickly move to the next product because you're already an old product. So you had your chance, you had your small window, the distributor had their window, and, you know, in most of the cases, this is it. It's a blip in time. So we're all familiar with that. Of course, there's more to packaging and moving film products, but the point is that every product has unit economics. That that means how much you put in as time, money, effort, and how much you get out as recoupment of the time and the money, as in profit. So the effort to continue doing the same thing over and over again is actually worth it. So why the hell the film product has the worst unit economics than any product of any other business. You're really going blind to a certain direction, and when you get there, you basically do not get much in return. And this is not only about independent filmmaking. It's it's very often for the entire industry. Like, I don't know, more than 60% of the large studio productions do not recoup their costs. More than 90% of the independent films never get proper distribution. So these are mind-blowing numbers. Considering that the total spending for the film industry, how much we spend in production and marketing for 2019 was almost $250 billion. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know about 2020, but I think we all want to scratch it here and forget it. It never existed. That's it. It's just gone. (laughs) So, yeah, so um, when talking about what's right and wrong, I mean, right and wrong usually refers to outcome. Um, So in that sense, yeah, something is wrong in this outcome. But when something is wrong with the outcome, it's usually because something's wrong with the process. And, And my answer is, well, I think the entire system has become completely unsustainable. I think we sort of locked ourselves in this truly opaque, um, quite pyramidal status quo that can no longer serve us. Um, as I usually say, I think the system is still the same. It's a, it's a crazy thing to say, considering we hear about all these innovations and we think we do more and know more. But I think that the way the industry was structured, the business model, the rules of the game from 90 years ago, I mean, it was not created to work for everybody, not maliciously so, because it was a new game with a few players. They applied logic that served them at that time. But it didn't change. So we started having these gaps and misbalances. And I think this is the case also with our financial institutions, with the political structures, social structures. You know, the gaps are starting to become obvious. And how we can say for sure that the system didn't change after all these innovations and new technologies? Well, we're asking the same questions. And the issues stayed the same. In fact, they accelerated. So... I mean, I would say regardless if the audiences are in the theaters near you or in the dining rooms near you, the system doesn't work because it has this embedded misbalance of what's right and what's wrong and for whom. Right. 
Well, um, did uh, what made you create Puzzle Theory? Did you have a background in filmmaking, Nina? Yes. So um, I am not actively producing indirectly. I still, you know, pick up on the project as a script doctor. And, um, yeah, what I started talking about was exactly that I sort of um, wanted to look closer to the film industry. And I believe I came with an extra eye to it. Um, I'm, as you, you know, mentioned earlier, Claire mentioned earlier, I'm a technologist and a linguist and a cognitive psychologist. I'm used to thinking formulas and systems and trying to pull the entire chain of events before make observation and a conclusion. So in respect to that, as a technologist, I wanted to create a product that doesn't extract and disrupt only one segment from the industry without thinking how it would reverberate the rest of the chain. So I wanted to create something that takes into consideration the entire structure, something that's beneficial for all parties, for the production companies, the distributors, the audience. Um, From the psychologist's point of view, I would say, well, we've been made believe uh, what engagement is based on product sales, not on real engagement. The whole attention economy, for example, um, in which your attention is hijacked, some very basic emotional buttons are pushed on to take you to that momentary decision to click the like, to click the submit credit card. This is not engagement. Um, And that starts to backfire because we oversaturated it. So as I usually say, what attention economy has been doing to our brains and our emotional health in the past 10, 15 years is what fast food did to our bodies and our physical health in the 20 years prior. So I wanted to build also a humane technological system which allows for real, deep, meaningful human engagement, the way the humans truly engage over time, with ups and downs, multiple points of connection, you know, with inspiration and curiosity. Oh, that sounds wonderful. We're ready for that. Well, tell us what you find are the benefits of puzzle theory. Well, with puzzle theory, you build your audience in the months or years while the film is still in the making and use this, um, the making of process, the behind-the-scenes story, as a longer runway to rally your audience. Um, we also build the tools to help you do that in a deeply meaningful, engaging way. You generate your own audience data. You get your own engagement analytics. You own them. They belong to you. And you use that as both, as leverage and an insurance for successful distribution. Um, let me know if I you know, need to kind of explain a few steps of how actually it works. Um, but basically, this is the benefit. These are the benefits. All right. Well, I want to share a story that you told uh, in an event I attended, because I think this is really what gave me a clear idea that something new is afoot and beneficial. Um, you told a story of a Swedish filmmaker that entered a film festival. And when the festival asked him to send in his materials, and they normally would get a one-sheet and a bio and stuff, but he sent what he had created in his puzzle theory account, his story outline, his engagement with his market. And uh, he had over 75,000 people who were watching the making of his film, and they were in 12 different countries. So the film festival was really impressed with what he had done. 
and they were exactly what you're saying. They were impressed and they were excited because he knew his audience. He was in entertaining them. They were following him and supporting him. So I'm assuming that this is what our filmmakers can do with puzzle theory. Um, yes. Okay. So let me give you, you know, a, a little um, sort of a, a visual how it works. So the production companies can register a film at any stage of production, any length, any genre. To be specific, the categories you pick up from are fiction, documentary, TV series, or animation, and you give you a genre tags. You build your own making of film page. It, it has a unique URL. You can post the link anywhere. Um, you have different modules that give information about you, but basically you start curating um, your making of storyline. And the way you do that, you combine original pictures and video, original production shots and video, with hand-selected content from your existing social media accounts and pages. So our proprietary technology, our patent actually, is about the technology that allows for tagging, extraction, and aggregation of content from your existing social media. So we give you the tools to hand-select only those most applicable pieces that you believe should be incorporated with your making of storyline. So you build it like a puzzle. Let's say you know, you progress in time towards completion and release, and you can have one, um, one picture from the first shooting day. Then you have that one Facebook post that you selected. We imported it for you. And that Facebook post is the one that people love the most. It was funny. Then you have, let's say, some little video you took, um, you know, your system producer took, let's say, with her phone. Then you have an Instagram uh, post that, you know, belongs to your lead actress. So you connect via login credentials, the different social medias of you, the production companies, the crew. Uh, you need to log in to do that. You, you people need to log in. You cannot just connect Brad Pitt's uh, Instagram. I don't even know if he has one, but anyway. So this way, the making of storyline encapsulates in time your most valuable promotional assets in one coherent narrative that can be accessed at any time, over time, and after the film is even already done. And it's up to you, of course, how much you want to tell. You may want to just tease if you want. I mean, you're the storyteller. We just give you the tools. So on the audience side, the audiences join and interact for free. There's no crowdsourcing elements. We truly need a very low threshold for your audience. We know it's important for you that, you know, you need to engage them immediately without any barrier. So when the audiences come and they, they can also click on this important social media assets, they can go to your original social media pages. They can share the entire page, making a film page. They can share a separate post. We already know that people connect to ups and downs, to blood, sweat, and tears, to real human moments way more than packaged product. And we know the film packaged product is supposed to ensure synopsis. So that extended over time, and time is the biggest architect, creates this very special dynamic. So different people visit and find very different points of engagement. Oh, this film is shot in my city. I know this cafe. Oh, wait a minute. Wow, this is a whole female crew. Or like, oh, my God, these guys are crazy. I can't believe they're doing this. Or even you may not like what they do. You, you may, uh, we have this film, which is, I think, from Croatia. And I think she steered some sensitivity pot there. But people 
people keep piling up and adding that film to her, their watch list because they disagree with her. So <clears throat> that unique audience data and all this engagement analytics, the smart data com- correlations of who, what age group, what gender, um, all that data goes to you, the production company. So that also is the main reason why the distributors are signing up and are interested in subscribing to get that early marketability profile and to get the opportunity for early deals with you. So, you know, when you mentioned the, um, the Swedish director, yeah, I, I mean, it's, um, you know, people, I, we learn from the filmmakers, truly. Uh, this is probably the good side of the technology world is that, you know, you can build something truly democratic. We build the platform. We're not selling services. We're not sitting doing contracts, cutting deals with you. It's open for big studios, medium companies, small organizations. You know, um, I would say one man show, but a one girl show. Anybody can use it. Um, you can build your making of film page. You can be private. Um, and when it's private, you can just create internal dynamics, start sending to investors, to organizations. You can apply for grants with it. It could be public. Um, and, of course, that already, you know, involves the audiences and you're kind of steering that engagement. Um, we've seen filmmakers use it for team building. Let's say you still don't have the music. You don't have the sound design. You, you, again, even when getting, you know, your partners in crime you want to show who you are. You want to show your mission. You want to show the dynamic, the crew. You don't want to just, you know, ask for, you know, resumes and beg and pitch and convince and sell. Um, a lot of the filmmakers posted, uh, post a link to their page after crowdsourcing campaigns, before screening, between screenings. If they would spend tons of money on some impact campaign, they document it so they can extend, you know, give it longer life when people come to see the making of storyline, they go like, oh, you did this last month. They, they can relive it with you. Um, you know, they share the link internationally, like with that Swedish mm-hmm. director, he literally sent it to friends. And um, yeah, so very much to wrap it up, one can use um, the core value of our product as having your own marketing, audience engagement, audience retention, data generating machine of your own, or you can use it as a tool to enhance and prolong the value of everything else you do. And, of course, you have to. And the value of everything you do, yes, because it's all there for them to see. What a history that will be because the average time to make a documentary is six years. Yeah. So you could have wonderful stories in there. Well, the story behind the story with documentaries is always a bigger story. True. And the films that get the most attention win the most awards are this is a true story or this is based on a true story. We all love that. So you're giving us the true story behind the film. That's brilliant. Well, you said a few things I want to go back and get clarity on. You you said that there's something uh, I guess you must fill out when you're uh, in part of puzzle theory. That is what your age is, your gender uh, it's sort of a, uh, identification on who you are. And then you also said distributors are signing up with you so they can see other films in the making. Yes, correct. So, um, every, so for example, if you build your making a film page and you share the link, um, let's say I am a member of the audience. I'm somebody from outside. You know, I, I, I can click on the link. I can see the page. For me to browse and get engaged and, you know, you know watch the videos – I don't need to sign up. 
However, if I want to comment, if I want to add the film to my watch list, this cannot be anonymous because it will lead to bullying. So when people sign up, we know besides the typical email and password and, you know, we ask for the name, we ask if they want to share a professional title. And younger audience actually is like no professional title. But um, so professional title, city and state or city and country. And, you know, they indicate we ask for date of birth. We never reveal that, but that's sort of a... our verification element. I mean, I, I don't think, I don't know anybody with the name Angelina Jolie, who is just a, let's say, teacher in Nebraska, for example. But we do have the, 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 the day, the birthday for differentiator for security purposes. So, but that gives us the age group. So we know the age group, people identify with the pronouns they, um, you know, they, they pretty much associate with. It's he, she, they. And uh, that, that's basically the sign-up process. So if I would add the film to the watch list, you actually know, you know, that age group, this person, um, um, and from that territory. Now, when it goes to audience um, analytics and engagement analytics, you can actually see so how many people, um, you know, again, by, by gender, age groups, territory, how many people only commented and browsed around and watched your trailer comparing to my, how many people added to the watch list? Maybe everybody's talking about you, but they don't want to see your film or the other way around. They just don't even bother talking. They immediately add it to the watch list. How many share back to social media and to what social media? Um, yeah, so, so basically this is the deep analytics the company, the production company gets. The distributors get a little bit less, by the way, than you. I mean, you can share more than analytics, but we, we kind of generate the sales sheet for you, which includes this. Um, at a glance data, and it's mostly what they care the most about, which is the, um, the, the gender engagement, the age groups, and the territories. Gender, age, and territory is what distributors want? For the yes. Uh-huh. Okay, that's good to know. All right, now, you mentioned something about uh, platforms or funding platforms uh, it, when you were discussing puzzle theory and how it works. See, the, the question is, how do you get them from the puzzle theory to the uh, donation platform? Because these are the people that really want to fund your film. Um, some of them are. So how does that work? Well, it goes both ways, and that's the beauty of it. So one can build the making of storyline and, you know, little by little start posting here, posting there to engage people, and, of course, can use that link to put it on Kickstarter or, or anybody uh, from the, the, the smaller um, crowdsourcing platforms or to work with individual donors, with individual investors, absolutely, and the other way around. You know, to, if, if one is to use one of the crowdsourcing platforms, for example, they're wonderful. We would love to work with them because um, the problem, I mean, it's not a problem. They're doing a wonderful job in what they do. Uh, but if they have their own mechanism. When you're asking for money, it's a little bit different pitch, right? You just kind of, you're selling something. You need to close the other, uh, you know, the, the member of the audience, the future member of the audience to give you this 20 or 50 or $100. Um, so your pitch is a little bit different. You also have only three to four weeks to do that. I mean, with us, if you tell people, um, okay, you know, you can give me money in the next, you know, few years, they will probably be like, oh, yeah, I don't know, I'll do it later. If you open up and say, you know what, this train is moving. You can jump on or not. There's a lot of, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, 
it's kind of there's right. a lot of dignity in that, right? It's like, I am not selling to you. You're welcome to come if you want. So it has this dynamic where when you ask for money, you have this, it's moving. Look at the slider. We have 10,000 more to collect. Come on, everybody. Join us. Do that. That's wonderful. Everybody do that. Once you're done, do not spam people. Do not send them emails because at one point it gets, okay, I gave you $20. Leave me alone with all the other films you're making. So simply give them the making of film link. From there, they come to a platform when they understand you don't want anything from them. And they can, you know, join you. They can follow you. But you know what? When you don't ask for anything, when you give it a time, when people feel they're almost making a phone with you, we had those cases actually because we have this button that says collaborate. And when you click on it, it opens this email window. And the subject is, I want to collaborate professionally. I want to collaborate financially. I want to collaborate in other ways. So we have oh, great. sometimes, a, yeah, we have bigger donors coming and say, you know what? Because there are people who don't want to give you $20, $50. They don't go on Kickstarter, but Boy, if you were talking about something that very much touches something inside of them, yes, we had a situation when a family in Toronto, an older couple, invited a film uh, director who was making a film about a ballerina that lost her leg. They were an old Russian couple. They had a daughter. She lost her leg, and they invited the filmmaker to a dinner. And she thought it's just a dinner, and, and they're very, you know, she thought they're wonderful. And they wrote her a check right there on that table for $10,000. So, oh, I mean, oh, yeah, open up to people, anything can happen. Yes, yes, that's very important. Okay, so now, how do you recommend, let's say that, that I'm a filmmaker, I've got maybe 10,000 names on Facebook, I've worked really hard to that. I've got a trailer, maybe I've won a few grants. And and I want to join um, Puzzle Theory. So uh, first of all, how do I get invited? Um, yes. So just really quickly to mention, we're by invite only, not because we really want to check boxes and pick up names. It's mostly because I do not want to put filter for an appropriate content. Films have nudity. They may have violence. So everybody who's interested will get an invite. You can send us an email directly to contact at puzzletheory.com. Uh, you can come to one of our monthly info sessions Claire had mentioned earlier. It's puzzletheory.splashthat.com. And you guys, if you follow me, on, you'll find me on social media, Ina Sophia Kahlo. I'm an open book. Um, so you, you will see me posting that link. It always stays the same. It's always the same link, only the dates are changing each month. So we do give invites to all attendees. And in the end of April, we will launch this new option. When you come to our website, puzzletheory.com, it it says, you know, there's a link that says need an invite. And when you click on it, we're literally giving you one week for free to create um, sort of a demo page to play with it. You get to know us better, we get to know you better, and after a week, when you already kind of created the page, we roll out the invite to you. Oh, this is wonderful. Okay. So what you do is you start building your page. Now, let's go over what's in the page, because you you mentioned storyline. I guess that's one of the most important things, is the outline of your story, right? Correct. Okay, what's after that? What next? Um, so after that is, so as I mentioned earlier, you construct the story like a puzzle by, you know, pictures of video you upload directly, by social media, we, we give you this opportunity to filter and select from. Also, each post, 
on the storyline has time machine, which means that you can literally move it back and forward. You can, you can really uh, navigate if you decide that, oh, I just posted something, but this picture will look better two months ago, and I had similar pictures like that. Um, also, this helps a lot of filmmakers who already have a released film. We know what happened with the festivals now. People got really stuck. I mean, they were in the official lineup there with the festivals, and they still cannot get to audiences. So you can build the entire making a story backwards with the time machine. So it looks like you posted something, I don't know, two years ago. Um, a lot of the filmmakers like the fact that that was an idea from a director early on that you can also mark certain posts with highlights. You can highlight that. So if the audience comes and you have 100 images and videos, for example, I don't advise you to do that, but it depends, really depends. You can highlight some, and I can choose, as a, as, a, as a visitor to your page, I can choose to see only the highlights. So let's say the 20 most cinematic or the 20 or 50 images that mark time really properly, like a resume. Um, there's a critic's input. So the page has different modules. Let's say you click on full cast and crew and you can upload a PDF document. You can fill it in. You can, um, you know, click on tech specs. You can click on uh, release dates. So these are very separate modules, very easy. You don't need to think about the, the font or the positioning or the design or the colors. We took care of that. You literally only answer questions. It's super, super easy. And it goes live there and it goes organically right because if you're in, in pre-production you probably don't have half of it it's okay the page is not going to say oh they don't have release dates yet no it's just not going to show it so um yeah and you also have your own profile um you know we're a project center platform but we we do allow you to to have you know your picture um to say what's your mission on this planet that's literally the question to say a few words about you and if you have a credit in one of the films in our systems, it will show on your member profile. Oh, it will show you're working on that film as a producer yes. or something like that? Yes. Oh, great. Well, do you also have something on the platform where um, people can discover films based on uh, subject matter or genres? Or can, uh, can they find different things there? Is it searchable? Right. So the search we're rolling out right now, we were pretty much trying, you know, to first make sure that within different category we'll have enough films to not to misrepresent, right? You know, if somebody's searching, you don't want to see just only one animation. That's kind of a disappointment if that's what you're looking for. So we literally were working, you know, that's why for the longest time the platform was by invite because and we were curating and working with different organizations, with festival hubs with film collaboratives to make sure that we represent everybody. So the search is really based by, yes, you have to mention something, of course. You can't just say, well, you can say give me films, let's say, in, um, I don't know, in California. But we literally say within the search box to, to give more to, because this is a better chance to give you exactly what you're interested in. So, yes, you can mention uh, the genre, the, the, you know, one of the main categories, and so on. Okay. All right. So um, what are the subscription rates of the platform? And tell me, how, how does it work over time? Someone that takes, say, three years to get their film finished or they need your services that long? Yes. All right. This is a wonderful question because I put a lot of effort in, in creating the, the, the revenue model and the subscription. So um, it is monthly subscription, yes. You pay per month. 
And the mother's description is related to the stage of production, right? We have this little slider, and this is why the payment is the sliding model. So you could be in pre-production, production, post, completed. And then we have um, a waiting release and officially release. So this is six stages, six different prices. We also have two different templates um, for the film page. One has less modules and less features. The other has more modules and more features. And it's not if you have more money, get the bigger one. No, I I made it so it it organically, if you are, as I mentioned earlier, if you're in pre-production, you probably don't have still even the full cast and crew or the soundtrack. You You don't even have a trailer. You might not have a teaser. So, you know, save your money, start small, start with the smaller template, and you will grow organically into the big one. Also, with the slider from pre-production to officially release, the cheaper stage, of course, is pre-production. Again, save your money because I know that your marketing budget is kicking heavily when it gets to the release of the film. So, um, basically, because it's sliding and people can budget, right? And this is internet time. Nobody knows how long you're in pre-production or even in production. The audience has no idea. So you can budget. You can cheat. I allow it. I, I constructed it, so even that's possible. So you can stay <laughs> longer in one stage. Then you can jump to the other one. Um, so I usually say and ask people to budget per year. And could be anywhere from... per year up to if you use the max and you don't budget and you don't kind of go, I want the whole bells and whistles, it will be probably $2,000 per year. And we don't Mm -hmm. have, it's not a razor for the blade, right? It's everything that I mentioned, the data, the analytics, the different, you know, um, cute little features. This is all included. It's not like, oh, pay the subscription. Now if you want extra, if you want to put more pictures, if you want more data, you pay more. That is not happening. So, and the winner of the Roy Dean Grant is getting free usage of the platform, top of the line, for as long as it takes for the film to be released and just basically forever. That's why it was very hard for us to say a number there. Um, very quickly, um, I think this is very important to mention. I almost forgot it, but here's the important part. Once your film is officially released, you marked it as officially released. I don't know what that means. And once you've been in this stage and you exhausted every possible information and updates you can post with that officially released stage, you can enter in our legacy role. The legacy role is something that like $29 per year. So that means that you kind of done, uh, but we want to save this, this uh, making a storyline. We want to save the dynamics. So with the legacy role, you cannot upload more content. You cannot post more updates. But the audience has all the interactivity. They can see the making of storyline. They can play the videos. For them, it's alive. And if one day, I don't know, if something happens and you want to revive the marketing campaign, let's say six months later, you get a you know big somehow big audience following in Japan, you go, you know what, let me just restart that. Maybe I'll get new distribution there. Right, right. Okay. Well, all right. I'm trying to, I'm still, my mind is back here on uh, putting everything I have in your puzzle theory. So let's say I've joined and I uh, go through my Facebook page and pick up the post that you said people like to see the ups and downs and the uh, trauma that goes into filmmaking, put some good stuff and some bad stuff and some shocking things or is that what you would suggest you pick? 
Yes. I mean, everybody's, everybody's different, I have to say, right? Um, so um, <clears throat> we have shocking stuff. Um, the beauty is that, as I mentioned earlier, time is the biggest architect. You have time. So, so relax, start small, start, you know, put a few things while the page is still private. You have time to adjust and fine-tune. Um, this is not Instagram. You can edit everything. You can move it around. You, you actually see how the audience reacts to what you post. And, and frankly, the beauty of the, of the fact that you are opening up for something that a, has a life that is constantly changing, your story is naturally changing because you're making something. Um, I'm, you know, again, making a film is like raising a child. First, you deal with the newborn that doesn't let you sleep all night, but you think it's perfect because it's yours. Then it's like a toddler, and you're not sure anymore it's really perfect, but, man, does it keep you busy? You need to make sure it can walk, it can talk, it stays clean, and you have to take care of it a lot. And then later you're dealing um, with a teenager that, you know, you have no control of anymore, and it starts to have its own life and often goes in the direction you never expected. This is wonderful because that is the real dynamic people can connect to. The novelty of constantly sharing something new and interesting for you is natural. You're not an influencer that each time needs to figure out what you need to come up with, what to pour on their head, what animals to pet, and what to dance around with. You have it. You're the real deal. You're building a real product. And because you constantly receive data about it, you can learn from it. You can adjust. You can become better in what you do. I mean, just like we learn from our kids as well. So, um, yes, absolutely. You should not worry about what you're putting in, what is the pace. Of course, it's good to put new stuff. But figure out your own pace and your own style. Right. Okay. Well, now, getting that page out to your audience, what do you do? You just send out a, a, a an email message to all of your uh, database and tell everyone that you are sending them an outline or the backstory on your film, how the film is working and being made, that you thought they would appreciate learning more about the film. It's not an ask for money. It's just an ask to get engaged, right? Yes. So, yeah, that's a good way to start um, because – you probably, yeah, you probably made some films before, even if you haven't. You have your own, your own circle. You have people who already support you because they know you or because you know they would support the, the idea, the mission, the subject, and so on um, the film is dealing with. So this is a good way to start. And this is what we usually do when we post on social media. The problem is that we have no information who clicks on it. And we have no information if I would see something on Facebook and I tell my friends, you don't know who they are either. So you cannot engage them. So you kind of lose that connection. So, yes, start by um, absolutely distributing the best you can. Because from our perspective on the platform, we really don't know what your idea is. We have films that, as I said, keep it private because they want to send a private link to fundraise. Some people want to, um, for example, distribute only to certain organizations that very much align with their mission and they want to work with their members. Some people want to send only to certain territories because maybe the film relates to it. They want to send to, let's say, South America. So once you start engaging people, the minute somebody comes, remember this is very important and this is how it's different to a common website or to a pitch deck, for example, right? So once people come, 
they engage, they add the film to the watch list. We are taking care of the retention marketing. You don't need to send people emails. You can. You have your audience list. You don't have the emails. You have their names and, you know, their, uh, again, gender group, um, territory. You can select and filter if you want to send an announcement. But basically, somebody would come to your page and they do something. We send them afterwards all the different, um, you know, updates. We don't, we don't send, you know, info on every sneeze. We don't say if somebody commented. But if you put a new, tailor, uh, a new, new trailer or a teaser, if you change the poster, if you hit a mark, let's say, 50,000 people added the film to the watch list or 100,000. We do that, um, you know, reminder, and we do it for the distributors too. So they get this fear of missing out as well. That's very important. Yes, that would be. Uh, Would you even post this on uh, Facebook, the link? Oh, yeah, absolutely. If you don't post it, people will. We have a button that says share on Facebook. You know, once the film is public, right? If it's a private page, they cannot. You can whoever you share, they cannot. But yeah, if if somebody they can post the entire page, and they can post a separate uh, post somewhere from the storyline. Okay, so when you've been watching this over two years, watching it build, so can you give us any stories of how people created large databases using your puzzle theory? Um, so I already kind of touched upon that, um, all the little tips and what you can do and how you can do it. Um, but um, I think it's very clever. Uh, you mentioned documentaries earlier. I think it's very clever when documentaries involve different organizations. You know, they're partners in crime, and they do this um, in, in a very smart way. They literally – so they build a little bit of the, the making of storyline and the page, and they would send to some organization and they say, hey, you know what? Um, you know, this is the making of story follow-ups. We really want to feature you. We think you're doing a wonderful job, let's say, in suicide prevention. So we, we watched this video of you. We posted our making of story line because we want to tell our future audience that you exist out there. And we're making of a film with the same topic. Feel free to, you know, check on us from time to time. Add us to the watch list so we can send you updates. Send it to your members. So, of course, this organization is so absolutely flattered. They feel that you're not begging them to pay attention to you. You tell them that you promote them. So they forward it to their followers. They all of a sudden want to, you know, contribute somehow, or maybe they already are. So you can document that and share that. Um, I also very much advise to go international. We launched the product internationally. We're working with, actually, you know, Claire mentioned 28, but already 32 countries. So, wow. you know, you are filmmakers, you go to festivals, you go to events, you go to film markets, share even with your colleagues. I mean, every festival I go to, everybody's telling me about their film. Well, just yeah, make it sure. simple. Yeah, just say, hey, you know what, Here's, let me just drop you my making a film link. So once they do that, and once I'm on it, I don't need to, you know, look in what folder I put it, what it was. I just add the film to my watch list, and puzzle theory tells me what's going on. But I can share to my friends. That's how we had also this... Um, it was now in digital cam. We had this Turkish filmmaker, and she's making a documentary about a Muslim uh, male a cappella choir. And, you know, she all of a sudden has this big following in South Korea. I don't know why. She doesn't know why. She just like, you know, she chatted to a friend on, on, like, she met people online on Can. She told, I think, you know, she, she made some connections with South Korea, and there you go. So now she's like, I want to distribute it there. What are they putting there? What's the social media they're using? <laughs> so, yeah. 
That's brilliant. Okay. Well, now when you say uh, you've got 32 countries, uh, once someone joins puzzle theory, like uh, these countries, uh, they would be from a film festival or a film organization or film distribution company, right? And then they could look at what's on your website, right? Yes. So, you know, yeah, this is the different stakeholders we work with. Um, yes, with the, with the festivals, festivals that are working with us are definitely, um, you know, distributing the Puzzle Theories product and the project invites to their talent hubs. Um, festivals actually, last year, Berlinale, the idea they had, um, or the person I was talking to, when we see that one of our films made it to Berlinale or like it happened with the Swedish filmmaker, he actually was like, well, you want marketing materials, here's my poster, but here's my making a film link. I don't know if you see something, these are my best assets, let me know. So they think it's a really good idea to start posting the making of film link when you announce the, the, the lineup for the festival, right? Because it engages audience. It gives a signal to the distributors really early. Um, different organizations, absolutely, absolutely. Working with organizations is key because it's very hard to deliver your message and to have this coherent body of filmmakers that you want to support all of them. And you want all of them to, to have a chance. And you don't know how to do that because everybody's pulling in a different direction. Everybody's doing their own thing. So very much by we represent, we have, every film has this dashboard. And on the background of the dashboard, uh, when you're, you know, filming for this and where your date is, it's, it's kind of used to be empty, this wide background. So we start putting on this background film commissions film festivals. We advertise them actually for free, you know, different organizations um, to, to kind of complete the circle with the community, the organizations, the filmmakers, the distributors, and so on. Oh, that's brilliant. Uh, because you're absolutely right. The most important thing to a documentary filmmaker for funding and for market, market share is to create strategic partners, which is, like, like you said, a, a nonprofit who's interested in the concept of your film. That means that both of you are working on the same issue. And uh, so I have always, I'm telling people that you have to call and introduce yourself. You can't start pitching your film too early because they don't know you. They, and you have to create faith and trust. And that's exactly what the puzzle theory would do for you. It, it's a a picture's worth a thousand words. In this instance, it'd be worth ten thousand words. I mean, they would be able to see your dedication, your crew, your film outline, your story, and uh, your dedication, and that you are making a film. And they won't feel threatened. You're not asking for money. You're not asking at this point to share your, their database yet. You're just saying. This is who I am. I'm making exactly. a film, and I think you should connect with me. This is the hardest thing to do when you are going after these uh, nonprofits because they don't want to give their names away to you. That's how they survive, from donations. But, yes, they will refer you if they feel they trust you and they like you. So creating those two things is what your puzzle theory can do uh, for people, and it is a segue between the filmmaker and the audience. I think it's brilliant. Yes, you're reversing <laughs> the sale, so to say, right? Instead of you are begging and pitching and chasing, very often you give them the opportunity for them to feel 
that they are part of some bigger movement. You are the one that is rallying people. You're the one that, you know, is moving things and people are joining you. And they should feel honored that, oh, my God, you know, she mentioned us in her storyline. Wow, people will hear more about us. Wait a minute, I see there's another organization. Well, let me tell my members before that other organization tells their members, we really want to support that film. So, yes, absolutely, it's reversing the game, literally. Yes, and you're building a database for the filmmaker. In other words, they... They can rest on their own laurels because that will show everything that they're doing, the good and the bad and uh, how far the film has come and the timeline. And it's okay to be working on a film for three or four years because life gets in the way sometimes, you know. You have to stop and deal with (laughs) COVID or restrictions or family problems. So um, I think uh, you have done a great service for independent filmmakers I'm so happy to hear uh, that you're being well-received, that people love it. Yes, thank you, Carol. We are very, very excited. And it also became a discovery for us as well. Um, you know, you know, working internationally and learning so much from the filmmakers. We are so tremendously grateful that all of those features, I mean, we did our best to listen, but the features, the ideas, the needs everybody has, they, they voiced it. In, and this is when, when you ask earlier why you made it, you feel so strong. You know, the desperation, how, how things are, you know, steadily being the same and they're not working and they're not working. So when you hear people and you take notes and you make sure you create something that benefits everybody and the distributors that we, we, we asked when we were testing the product were also absolutely helpful. They also feel that it's very hard for them to survive. You know, you go to these festivals and it's very competitive and it's, I mean, early pre-sales are down the drain since a very long time. Nobody gets data in this industry. Everybody's working blind. Yeah, you, you're right. It, it, can, it takes years, and it may happen that you need to sort of pause and put your life together. You're not making that much money as a filmmaker. You may need to take a break, but you have the data to learn. And you'll be like, huh, you know, I wonder why I don't have, you know, people of that age group. I mean, I wonder why people did not engage with that. So you learn. You can improve. You can adjust. That that's exactly what needs to happen. That's the power the filmmakers need. They need the knowledge and they need the strength. They need something to be on their side. Absolutely. Oh, this is just wonderful information. Anyway, thank you very much. So in closing, what I want you to do is give us your website so they can go look and read more about it. Um, an email perhaps that they could send for any questions and how to get into your monthly any question you want to ask. Yes. meeting. <laughs> okay, I will start with there. Yes, absolutely. So the link, which is not to our website, is just an event page um, with, a, with a company called Splash That. So they allow you to build your own um, uh, event page and, you know, get people to register. It's puzzletheory.splashthat.com. And, again, through my name, you can find me on social media, Ina Sophia Callo. Um, we will also start a clubhouse um, room pretty soon. Um, so puzzletheory.splashthat.com is the event page for the monthly info sessions. Um, the best way to contact, um, in general, the company is contact at puzzletheory.com. You can contact me directly via Sophia with an F 
S-O-F-I-A, Sophia at puzzletheory.com. And the website is puzzletheory.com. As I said, I apologize that that point is by invite only. So you kind of it's a closed box. You cannot read more. But, yeah, you can sign up, actually. There's like a little mission statement if you sign up. Um, and, yes, yes, we were very, very much looking forward to working with you. And thank you, thank you, Carol. I, I really look up to you and everything you do. Um, you know, it's Welcome. people who are there. To, to, to help the independent filmmaking because we all realize that something needs to be done. It really is time. It's time. It's time we start building a new system and stop putting Band-Aids on what doesn't work. This is, this is about it. <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly right. Build something that does work, and it's there forever. I love the fact that you can, what, $38 a year, some minimal fee, you can keep your work online forever. Wonderful. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we'll uh, believe me, we'll be calling you, we'll be emailing you, because I'm sure that people, once they get the full connect to the concept and the dedication you have, and your heart is truly in this, Ina. So I'm sure I speak for all of us in saying thank you for doing this. Thank you very much. Thank you, Carol. Thank you so much. All right. Yes. Oh, yes. Thank you again. And also, Ina, I have to tell you, your enthusiasm is so contagious. (laughs) It really does. It really does make a difference in the work you do, too. It does. Thank you so much. Okay. That's a good luck. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Lee. Yes. Yes. All righty. Bye. Be well. Bye-bye. Okay. Now, in its second edition, Carol Dean's popular book, The Art of Film Funding, has 12 new chapters to cover all areas of film financing and how to avoid expensive pitfalls. Learn how to start with an idea and end with a trailer. How to make an ask for money. Create your story structure and your trailer. Legal advice, fair use, successful crowdfunding, how to ask for music rights, and what insurance you can't shoot without. Available on Amazon under Carol Dean and at FromTheHeartProductions.com. I want to remind our listeners that David Raiklin is a brilliant and talented award-winning musician who scores films and can compose music for a trio or for a full orchestra. David is a very good friend to the independent filmmaker and comes highly recommended by From the Heart Productions. If you need music to help tell your story, please contact him at davidraiklin.com. That's David, R-A-I-K-L-E-N dot com. And Carol and I want to thank you for tuning in to The Art of Film Funding. Please visit our website at fromtheheartproductions.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. Good luck with your films, everyone.